Josh Allen is not elite. Adam Gates deserves another chance. <laughs> Trevor Lawrence was a reach. Yeah, he's never won a fantasy championship. The guy drafted a kicker in the fifth fucking round. Hello, and welcome in, you filthy, filthy fucking animals. Mary Chrysler. <laughs> Mary Chrysler. Free Shabbat. Good to see y'all. Well, I guess it's good for y'all to hear us, not even see us. I guess I shouldn't say that, but... Welcome back to another episode of the Fantasy Four Stringers. Glad to be with you guys. Brought to you by your boys Ozan. And Wink. Uh, what episode are we on? Oh, Jesus. Uh, 28? 28? Something like Somewhere that. Somewhere in there. Yeah. Uh, round two of the Fantasy Playoffs. Yeah, hopefully you're still alive. Uh, Wink eliminated me in one of our leagues. Goodbye. Shout out uh, Darren Waller, AJ Brown, and Derek Henry. Fuck Appreciate AJ y'all. Uh, yeah, he was just coming off. We literally just finished watching the Thursday night San Fran Titans game. Gang, Titans are now 10-5. and five. Beat a hearty San Fran team, which are things you love to see. Uh, A.J. Brown's a god, so is Debo Samuel. San Francisco 49ers can go fuck themselves. <laughs> all they had to do was to, like triple cover him, and the Titans wouldn't move the ball at all. You think so, huh? I do. Cool. And instead... They didn't finish the game again. Instead, they decided not to cover A.J. Brown at all. And, yeah, what, he put up 31? Yeah, like that? and a half. 31 and a half. So we have a team that you and I cooperate. Correct. And we're playing against A.J. Brown in the playoffs this week. So not a great start. Not it's not about a high start, but it's about how you finish. Not exactly happy about it. Um, considering we got a bye week last week, we should have one of the better teams, and now we're off behind the eight ball right from the jump with I'm not worried. fucking a 31 point deficit i am not worried so um anyway well, with that being said let's roll right into this week's topic of conversation which will be uh players that we would start or stay away from this week or it's not going to be a borderline it's just going to kind of be shines and pines uh, we're going to keep it shorter and sweeter just because there's not many teams left in contention and we're also going to go over some COVID injuries and guys yeah, that you would replace. A lot of COVID be. to deal with. So yep. uh, we'll get right into the COVID stuff first and then probably cover the shines and pines from there. Yeah, this is such a weird deal to, especially to yeah, have to deal variant. with this in the fantasy playoffs is really unfortunate because um, there's so many guys going on the COVID list, but we don't know for sure who's all vaccinated, who's not, who is for sure going to be missing the week, who may be able to come back. Um, like Travis Kelsey is not, he's not ruled out cause he's been vaccinated. So he might be able to come back this week. Um, there's a whole fucking, there's a slew of names. Uh, I mean, we could, we could literally do an entire episode on the names and who, who could play and who might not play and the impact mm-hmm. that's going to have. Um, I mean, if you're, if you're still in the fantasy playoffs, you're on top of it. You're listening. You're for the most part, you have a pretty good idea what's going on. So it's like, you know, you know, Kelsey's on the COVID list. You know, Dalvin cook is on the COVID Kill. list. Um, it's just tricky because it's hard to make a backup plan for a guy that you might not have. If you but still you might, but you if, still might have him. Are they going to move a game? Are they going to so, test negative enough times with a vaccination card? 
did they have Antonio Brown's doctor? There's a lot of variables going <laughs> yes. into this. So yeah, it's like because I'm I'm in this situation. I'm sure there's a lot of other people too. Where it's like, okay, do I drop a bench player to pick up a possible backup plan? Like I like I don't want to have to drop a handcuff running back mm-hmm. just to pick up somebody that could replace Travis Kelsey and then have Kelsey come in and play this week. And it's like, okay, now I, I just, just drop my handcuff for no reason for no fucking reason. So it's a very very tricky situation. Um, I guess off the cuff my best advice is you know i i'm er- erring towards the side of caution with players that could be out always you know um, have a backup plan because if you get screwed especially in leagues that don't let you pick up players and have like a waiver claim every day yeah or ha- always be prepared because if you go into a fantasy matchup and you just can't play anyone that's horrible, and I'd rather plan to not have to deal with that as opposed to losing a handcuff. Even a backup plan for a backup plan, because you could, we could pick up a guy today, and t- two days from now he could get ruled out with COVID, and all of a sudden you're on your fucking your third choice. You mm-hmm. know, you don't have your normal starter, you don't have your backup, so it's like, I, it's this, it, it just sucks. Yeah, it's it, it's, it's a tough world for fantasy owners right now. And then it's, it's a really going to be a tough pill to swallow if you, you know, like if you got three or four players out on COVID and you end up losing this week, like, ow, dude. <laughs> it really seems like COVID's worse this year than it was last year. It, yeah. Fantasy I, relevancy wise. Yeah. I think, and I don't know if it's, you know, you hear a lot of talk the variants, about the, the protocols and the things are part of the reason why the, a lot of these guys are out, but yeah, um, it's, it's tough. It sucks. It's unfortunate. I mean, I'm trying not my best not to complain about it, you know? in my leagues because it's everybody's dealing with it it's a about as level of playing field as it could be it's just that it's the world we live in depending right on now. the yeah like depending on your roster like you know i've got Taysom hill in it's one just like league. an injury Taysom hill travis kelsey and harrison butker i mean i've got there's three off the top of my head that are on covid um oh i also have uh you know brandon cooks in that league so there's four it's cooks out on of COVID? My, he's on the covid list ah, yeah so like you know i'm in a, a rough spot right now and yeah, yeah but anyway so with that being said i guess we're going to start to get into the list of people that have got that probably start off with the most prominent names um andy dalton <laughs> not gonna be playing this week uh jared goff also not gonna be i actually would have liked week. goff if he was not on the COVID list i consider yeah, are, are the lions on to something i don't know man <laughs> they're hot right now uh mvs is out for the packers which actually hurts he's been playing pretty well for them uh, i'd rather have him more aj brown uh, Arizona lost their punter, but that's not really a big deal. Uh, um, Allen Robinson is on the COVID list, which really doesn't matter, I guess. Uh, you say the name because it's name recognition. Yeah, He hasn't done a fucking thing this year, so who really cares? Tyler Higby's still on the list, but he yes. might be back. Um, I think Baker is expected to come back and play, so you can, I think at this point, you can kind of bank on him being being there this week. Tyler Lockett? Yeah, that that's a big one. Um... New Orleans has a couple tight ends, Adam Troutman and Jawan Johnson, so you should expect a interesting workload there for the tight end position, I suppose. This has less to do with fantasy, but I'm looking at the Titans or the, the Texans list right now for the COVID list, and they are just ravaged. I mean, they're and it's mostly on the defensive side. They're down like uh, I'm just guessing based on the size, of probably ten to fifteen players on defense alone. And that's not a horseshit team as it is. Like, Jesus. You know what I will say, though? I don't think anyone from Tennessee, unless Julio, they were just resting him because Julio. Yeah, he didn't play at all. I don't think anyone got hurt. They're lucky. Well, maybe they're getting healthy at the right time. Healthy-ish. Yeah, we'll see. 
I don't know how. Like I, ten I, days off now, though. So. Until Henry comes back, it could. You can't call the Titans healthy. Yeah. It's the, scary though if we get them healthy for the playoffs. That is true. They are playing well otherwise. Um, Austin Eckler is a big name. He's on the COVID list. It sounds like he for sure will not be playing this weekend because um, I believe I don't know if this was on a radio show or something or maybe it was a tweet. I, I don't know, but I just saw the headline. He actually tweeted or whatever it was to Dawson Knox, who has him on his fantasy team, mm-hmm. not to play him to pick up a backup, which pretty much tells you all you need to know. He's not going to play. Who is this? Austin Eckler. Oh God. Yeah, public publicly told somebody like yeah just. Find a find a backup plan. Um, Brandon Cooks. Obviously, we went over. If you have anyone like the defense playing the Texans, start them because they are riddled by yeah. COVID right now. They're not yeah. going to have anybody out there that's really should be out on NFL field on a Chargers, <laughs> regular basis. Chargers defense should be picked up right now because they are. We should have done it. Yep, we were considering picking them up, but this is before the Texans were getting dicked with COVID too. So, mm. um, but yeah, the. The Texans are just getting ravaged. Uh, the Jaguars, Travis Etienne is on the COVID list because apparently that matters. Huge bummer. Yeah. Same with Daniel Hunter. The Vikings put him on the COVID list. Is he out for the year? Yeah, he's got a torn pack. He's oh. not coming back this year, so I don't. why even put him on the list? I didn't know he was out for the oh, year. I just knew he was out. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. Um, Buffalo Bills, they lost Cole Beasley. We all know his back status. He's not coming back this yeah, week. Yeah, right. Um, I mean, that would be very known. Watch him get like extremely sick. Wouldn't that be interesting? I thought you were gonna say one that'd be great, and I was no. <laughs> I was gonna agree with you, but um, yeah, Just he's because of his take on it. Oh wow, the he's for sure Jaguars are getting smoked by it right now too. Taysom Hills They're out, not which Jaguars, excuse me, the Jets. Yeah, the Jets are getting dicked too. The uh, Taysom Hills out, which hurts uh, anybody that's been, you know, thinking that he might be the savior if you're thin at quarterback. So you know, if you're like in a boat like me, I'm looking for a backup now. Uh, three prominent prominent fantasy players on the Chiefs: Tyree Kill, Travis Kelsey, Harrison Butker are all out. Yeah, Kelsey really bothers me because Tyree I, Kill as well. I have Kelsey in three leagues, and I don't know what to do. Yeah, I've, me neither. With Tyree I did. Kill. I picked up Hunter Henry in two of those three just as an insurance policy. Not but bad. I uh, this the, this is the exact situation I was describing where I picked up Hunter Henry, but to do it, I had to drop somebody that I would, really didn't want to drop. Yep. Um, let's see who I'm else we got. For else, really. Um, I'm not seeing any other like uh, f- relevant names for fantasy. So I, I mean, we've pretty much gone over it. Jarvis, Kareem, um, Jadavian, Clowney, Jesus. Just go. This is going to be the one of those situations where right up until Sunday morning, you're going to have to be you on have your to shit. on your shit with this COVID and stuff because with with Christmas being here, it's like you know you can you you got Friday and Saturday to kind of low if you don't have to pay as much attention but you're gonna have to like saturday night you're gonna have to be on top of it yeah saturday you are no saturday you are because there's games saturday there's two games saturday oh cleveland plays green bay and um who does indy play um hang on indy plays saturday too fuck who do they play oh jesus i know this it's It's a good it's a tough game it's uh tampa no no arizona that's what I was saying. Yep. Yeah. So I knew it was a good matchup. Got two of those games Saturday as well. So yeah. So basically Friday night you're gonna have just to just continue on the ball. to monitor all of your teams. Yeah. Yeah. It's one of those deals. that's gonna be right up until you know pregame warmups. Mm-hmm. You'll keep know Saturday morning whether or not games are getting moved or what the status of guys are. Yeah. It's so Friday it's gonna, night is when you should have your backups in place just in case. 
yeah. dudes do get ruled out. Yeah, I'm saying like set your roster Friday night mm-hmm. with your backups in, and then you can always change it from there. But that way, if something for whatever reason, if you can't get to your shit and update it, you know, if you're with family or whatever on Saturday or or Sunday for yeah. that matter, at least you got yourself covered. Um, but yeah, this is gonna be a wild weekend it with really with is. all of this shit going on. It's gonna be. It really crazy. is. So. This will be a year we all remember. <laughs> last year we thought it was going to be the COVID year. This is the real COVID year. You know, last year they had the empty stadiums, but they were playing full games and like normal. Like you didn't have big breakouts or anything. You know, it was for the most part not a lot of that. star players. Uh-uh. Last year, got this year it's out. like you're straight up moving games, and there's guys missing a, oh, like yeah. a lot of time. Like rough. this is wild. Well, they moved a couple games last year. A Shout very few. The COVID right. Titans, the first team with the outbreak. Yeah, thank you, Tennessee. And then the Bills yelled at us for whatever. And, and, well, yeah. I mean, and proceeded to get hammered 42-16 to 16 by Tennessee <laughs> on a Tuesday. That's conspiracy. Yeah. They moved the game they back. They need the to, extra days. They did. All right. Well, but anyway. With that being said, I think we can roll right into our shines and pines because that's about it for COVID, guys. Yeah. I mean, like I said, we're just it, – it's, it's such a big topic. It has to be talked about. But it's like what more can we tell you other than just, you know, stay on the ball. Don't uh, – don't – fucking get lazy because you could end up paying the price mm-hmm. i had a guy last week that i played against in the playoffs who had tyler lockett in his lineup <laughs> and i won thankfully shocker but i also was guilty of being lazy last week i fucking forgot that i had daryl williams in two lineups or three lineups and left him in on accident i got lucky and i think i won all three of the games but yeah anyway uh Let's get into the. Let's That's get into our names. Insane. Um, so like you kind of briefly mentioned, we're it's going to be a lighter list of shines and pines. It's we're not going to go as deep as we normally do, um, just because we figure you know our, the people listening right now for the most part you know there's only what four teams left in each league right now, so you know there our our listener pool is going to be kind of cut down. I feel like at this point, so. Um. I guess yeah. Let's hop into it. I got yes, sir. My quarterback, my my shine quarterback. Now, and most of these names for me are guys who are very much available. Mm-hmm. Like very few of them are guys who are on rosters right now. Uh, so that said, my first one, uh, Justin Fields, mm. playing Seattle. They're on the road against Seattle, um, which can always be a little bit tough. And the Bears' offense hasn't looked very good, but. Fields has actually been somewhat stable in the last handful of weeks that he's played in. Um, I'm quickly pulling up the numbers. Outside of the one game where he got hurt with that rib injury, he's been, uh, over the last five games that he's played, he has scored 26-19. He had the three-point game, and then 20-17. and He's mostly doing it on the ground. Um, But... If you like, like if you got Taysom Hill, for example, and you're out a quarterback, there's not a lot out there right now. Uh, Fields could be just good enough to get to help you sneak by. Uh, I don't, I don't really love the matchup. I don't really love the offense, but you can get by with, you can get by on that shit if you have a running quarterback. We've seen it with like Jalen Hurts all year. Mm-hmm. Um, so purely based on that rushing upside, I I kind of like Fields this week just as a as a stopgap if you really, really need somebody. Interesting. 
I just I don't love Justin Fields yet because Chicago is Chicago this year. I think he's a good quarterback, but I don't think that um, he's necessarily fantasy relevant yet just because of the offense that they're giving him to work with, really. Kyle Robinson is so checked out, dude. Yeah. <laughs> it kind of feels like Nagy isn't really, at least at, at the start, wasn't really tailoring the offense towards making field successful mm-hmm. he's more or less trying to run his own offense yeah but that doesn't always work when you have quarterbacks like fields who are you know athletic and scram- can scramble around and do things with their legs yep because he's definitely not a polished passer by any stretch not yet it's not bad though uh my first shine is joseph burrow versus the ravens my guy uh the ravens are giving up the second most yards per game to passers, which is kind of shocking, I suppose. You're in your top two cornerbacks are out. Uh, division game, which is going to get dicey, and since he really needs, really needs to win this game. Yeah, they do. Um, Burroughs has all of his weapons healthy, and I see no reason why, if they want to take the strangle or not stranglehold, but like if they want to take the next step and really make this a division race, they need to absolutely win this game. So, having the Ravens at home as well is another big reason I like Burrow this week. With both of their cornerbacks out, I see a big game for Boyd and Higgins, and obviously Chase. I I just think all the way around, it just matches up well for him to have an open receiver at all times, and all three yeah. of those guys are decent wide receivers. So I'm a big Burrow guy this week. I uh, I do like Joe Burrow. I I like him any week. But, uh, we talked about a couple weeks ago. He's leading the league in picks, though. That kind of scares me. You know who else bit. likes him a lot? Uh, my wife. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Big Joe Burrow. Fan. Big Joe Huge Burrow girl. Bengals gal. <laughs> um, it's on to you again, I suppose, yes. my guy. So for a pine, this is a. Oh, you don't is, have anybody else for shines? I just have the one. Hold up, wait a minute. You got another? I do, I do, I do, I do, I do, I do. Who you got? Me. Matt Ryan. Oh, Matty Ice. Yeah, they're playing Detroit, and everyone's on the whole Detroit's good at football again. They're not good at football. <laughs> they just had two decent weeks. Um, Matt Ryan really hasn't been bad. He hasn't turned the ball over lately, which is another big reason why Detroit has been having a little bit of success is because they were turning the ball over. Um, and let me look at Matt Ryan's stats. He's had over 200 passing yards in the last three games. Oh, no, he had 191 of them. But no turnovers, and he had 236 versus the Niners and 300 versus the Bucks. So he's still playing decent football. It's just Atlanta, and they're not great. Um, versus a really Detroit defense, I think, especially because Pitts just got nominated to a Pro Bowl as well. That's could bullshit. Some, I know, it's so bad. It's so fucking so bad. bad. You could see some spicy play there, and if you have to stream a quarterback, Matt Ryan might not be a terrible play this week. I feel like he's stable. Stable enough where you can – you're not – you're not going to get a 20. 20- not exciting, that's no. for sure. You're not going to get a 25 point game out of him, but no. he could get you 15 to 20 and if if that's all you need, I think he's a good option. Yeah, I don't think he's going to shoot you in the foot. All right. Yeah, who's your pine? Um this is uh again, not a name that you're necessarily he's on a lot of rosters right now, but he could be a guy that people are tempted to pick up because if they're in a boat that sort of situation where they need a quarterback, um Cam Newton cuz of, again, the rushing upside. I keep going back to it, um, but he had two two rushing touchdowns last week. I think um, for sure one. Mm-hmm. He's their goal back. back. Yeah, but he's carrying the ball more now than he. Well, not more now, but he's carrying the ball a more ton. than the first time in Carolina. Yeah, because he's I mean he's getting like 15 carries a game. Yeah, he's pretty much their running back. He doesn't throw the ball worth a shit. 
people um, aren't worried about protecting him as much anymore. He's not the franchise guy, so exactly. they're just letting him run they're free. Just him, they're just letting <laughs> him do his thing because they don't have to protect him. Exactly. Uh, so you might be tempted, I think, to to want to pick him up if if you're in need. I would advise not to. He's playing Tampa Bay this week. That's a pretty brutal matchup. Tampa Bay's going to be motivated because they just got their shit rocked. Well, not shit rocked, but they got They got their shit rocked. 9-0 yeah. is real bad. Yeah. I mean, and even though they only, they only gave up nine points. They didn't fucking The defense score, is dude. still fucking good. But yeah. um, they're going to be pissed off. And I think the Panthers are a type of team that they're going to want to take out that anger on. Um, Cam has not been throwing the ball well at all. And he's on a very short leash. We've seen him get pulled what twice, twice at least. Already, yeah. And PJ Walker's not much better from a throwing perspective. So. They get they get down big and he's playing like shit. Even if he gets a rushing touchdown, he could get the yank, and now you're stuck with a quarterback that's got eight points, mm-hmm. and you're and he's not coming back in. So he's there's too much risk involved with Cam. He's got if he plays the whole game, he's got a high floor with the rushing potential. But I don't know that he'll get through no, a whole I game. Agree. Uh, and now it's not the time to gamble with a fucking player like that. So no, look elsewhere. Even even though he might have more upside than any other QB that's on the, you know, the waiver wire right now. Um, I I it's it's just not worth a gamble because if if they get down and he's you know if he's completed eight of twenty five passes and they're getting their shit rocked, he's probably coming out again. Mm-hmm. So, uh, my first pine this week is Russell Wilson. And the kid is playing Chicago, who you would think, oh, Chicago, not a great defense. They're fourth best in pass yards per game. Tarlock, it's probably on the COVID list. I'm not sure if he's going to come back this week. He most likely will. But I think so. Who's going to know if he'll be 100% lung capacity and all that good stuff coming off a of sickness like that? He is a professional athlete, though, so he should probably be okay. Um, Russ is coming off uh, 150 yards in a pick, and he's had turnovers in two of his last three games. Uh, and has not eclipsed over 260 yards. So I don't love Russell Wilson at all. And, yeah, you get the name value with Russell Wilson, but I'm probably looking elsewhere this week, especially yeah. versus a pretty tough <clears throat> Chicago defense against the pass. Yeah, I I actually I had made a borderline list, not knowing if we were going to go into it using him. He was on my borderlines. Yeah. He was a guy that I was, like, mm, not feeling good about. He has not looked uh, quite the same yeah. since he came back. We've, we've talked about that, too. But, you know, last week against the Rams, he had five points. Five fucking points. Uh, not good. Yeah, stay away from me. Yeah. So, and obviously a better matchup against the Bears than it is the the Rams. But I don't know, man. It's just out of whack there. They seem out of sync, and they have no running game. So their offensive line sucks. And you I think, anybody else? I think it's run its course. Uh, for quarterbacks, no. Nope, I don't. Uh, one other guy I'd probably stay away from this week is Kirk. Playing the Rams. 236 yards per game from the Rams, pass defense, which bodes well. Uh, they are getting Thielen back, but he's coming off an injury, so you yeah. don't love to see it. Uh, KJ Osborne's kind of proven he can't really handle a wide receiver two workload. I don't think so. As much. Not yet. Um, and their offensive line doesn't hold up that well, and having Aaron Donald disruptive in the middle and Aaron, um, Jalen Ramsey on Jefferson, you're going to really have to rely on Thielen to beat him, and I don't know that he's 100%. Yeah, you got a, a banged-up Thielen is probably going to have to be the number one passing target because yeah. it's it's there's going to be... Conklin. Yeah, because JJ's okay. going to be getting blanketed by Jalen Ramsey, and he might get a couple plays, but he's also not... But Ramsey's going to make it personal. Yeah, and so I, I really don't expect Jefferson to do a whole lot, and without, Which, without Cook in there, too, it's mm-hmm. like, man, the offense is going to look way 
way different. So yeah, I'm not really and with the run game being gone and having to rely on Madison again, it's just gonna limit Kirk's ability to run the play action and screen plays. So yeah, I don't love Kirk this week either. But Aaron Donald very well could <laughs> ab- like completely destroy the interior offensive yeah. line of the Vikings. Our tackles are okay, but our guards are not very good, and neither is our center. He he could just run train right on our offensive middle. line. Yeah. All right, well, with that being said, should we shimmy on down to running backs? Yeah. Who's your uh, Who's your shiner? Um. Well, and so this is one of the names that is probably on most rosters at this point, um, especially after the last couple of weeks. But Miles Sanders, I actually, I hey, I, I, that probably hurt to say. Yeah, Let's a lot. go a lot. <laughs> uh, did not want to say his name, but there's not a lot out there that I do like right now. At least. At least for names that are not, you know, household guys right now. Love Miles Sanders. Um, I do think the usage is trending upwards in, in a big mm. way. So he's been getting a lot of carries the last mm. handful of game, couple games for him anyway. And he's had two really good games back-to-back. So I do think he's going to get a lot of work. Mm. And I he hasn't scored touchdowns a whole lot this year. I think if he – I mean, he could very easily get in the end zone once or twice in this game. Um, they're playing the Giants, so it's not, not like he's got a tough I do think matchup. he was on my uh... – my trade target several times and postseason love? Uh, I don't recall. Hmm. Hmm. I'm going to plead the fifth. <laughs> Episode must got deleted. <laughs> yeah, I got lost in the mail somewhere. I don't, I don't know. It's um, up in the cloud. My first shine is Clyde Edwards-Hilaire versus Pittsburgh. Come on, Clyde. Uh, obviously, Pittsburgh's been bad against the run, the 30th-ranked rush D. But in these last couple of weeks, I mean – even in Tennessee losing to them, they shredded Pittsburgh on the run, and then the week before that, Minnesota murdered them as well. And I watched all both of those games all the way through. Pittsburgh cannot stop the run. No, they're terrible. And yeah, Clyde isn't fantastic, but I think that this is a game where obviously they can beat him in the past. Devin Bush is out on COVID as well, so they lost another really good mm-hmm. coverage linebacker. I think they're going to get up early, and get uh, Clyde's just going to get a lot of opportunity this game, and I think with a real, how bad the run defense is in Pittsburgh, Clyde's pretty much guaranteed to score on and Sunday. If Kelsey and Hill are both out or one of those two is out, um, the game plan could shift into being a lot more run heavy. So I think I think you're right. I think Clyde could have a really good game. Um, you know, Obviously monitor what's happening with, with Hill and, and Kelsey, but even if they mm-hmm. both play, he's still primed for a really good game. Yeah, and he, it's not like he needs 25 touches to have a good game against that rushing defense if he gets into the end zone a couple times he might only need 60 yards right you got anybody else um i have one he's a very deep sleeper oh god you can easily pick this guy up on waivers right now who uh he's playing the chargers defense who are not good against the oh, run this year rex burkhead we stop i don't love it why do you even bring it up though? um well he's getting a lot of touches He's, he's, he's getting like 14 or 15 touches in the last handful of games per game. And he's playing the Chargers defense. Their run defense has not been very good this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't like anything else about him. Don't like the offense. Don't like the COVID that they're getting murdered by. I, but if they're going to try to be in this game at all, he's going to have to probably be getting fed the ball a lot. Oh, so God. Maybe you get lucky and he falls into the end zone for one. If you were in, like, like if you're, you know, if you're a Dalvin Cook owner and he's out and you're in uh, very, very deep trouble, you could probably do worse than, than Burkhead. You'd probably do better. On the waivers, I don't know if you could right now, man. It's not lucky. If you didn't good. get Rojo. That is true. If you're lucky enough to get Ronald Jones, uh, kudos to you. 
pat on my yeah, that's back. About, uh, that's about the only uh, uh, viable option on waivers. But that is it. So, um, my only other love this week is James Robinson at the New York Jets. And I don't really think I really need to preach why. It's <laughs> going to be a dumpster fire of a game. The yeah. Jets are riddled with COVID as well. Mm-hmm. Salah's out too. I don't know. I think he'll probably be back, but New York in general is just New York. Like it's always been, and Jacksonville's out so bad. So I think in this situation, as the Jacksonville coach, who once again t- took over for Urban Meyer and still didn't do anything last week, just give the ball to your best players and st- stop doing anything else. And James Robinson's been the most consistent over the last year and a half. So <laughs> hopefully. Unleash Trevor Lawrence. No. To do what? Overthrow his receivers by 10 yards? <laughs> Release the Kraken. Let God, him. So bad. Let Trevor cook. That's not going to stick. <laughs> oh, God damn it. I hate that Rex Burkhead actually had to come up on this podcast. Yeah, that was your and but your it was necessary. Fault Entirely necessary. Um, um, well, I cover the guys I like. I only same. have one that I don't. I have two. Um, and I am adamant Who not, not to start Chuba Hubbard. Yeah, um, I would agree with that. I didn't pick him, but I'm totally on board with that. Again, I, I just talked about Cam playing the Buccaneers this week. Juba's also playing a very tough run defense in the Buccaneers, so <laughs> uh, he's it's he's not getting a ton of work. It's not like he's getting McCaffrey type looks, um, and he's not even the fucking goal line back because Cam Newton has been vulturing every single goal line opportunity. Uh, if Cam gets pulled, that could be the the best possible scenario for Chuba Hubbard. But even if Cam gets pulled early in the game. Still, it's going to be a fucking grind. And you can't start him hoping that Cam gets benched during the game. You cannot do that. The only way I'm starting Chuba is if I absolutely have, have to. I have nothing to. else. So I'm like Samaje P. Ryan's your other option or something yeah, like, like that. If if it's between Chuba and like a handcuff, obviously. I mean, you, Tony but, Pollard. Kind of like Pollard more. <laughs> He's actually been getting flex value, which leads me into my first sit, which is Zeke. Holy shit, has he been bad? He had that one little spurt after the first couple of bad games where he started to play well, and then he went right back down into how he's been kind of over the last year and a half. Yeah, Pollard's backfield to lose at this point, in my opinion. If I'm starting one guy from that team, it is Pollard, not Zeke. And versus a Washington defense that's actually been not terrible versus the run, I'm I'm out on Zeke. Yeah, he got lucky and had if a touchdown. If I have them both, I'm week. starting Pollard. Yeah. Yeah, Zeke Zeke got lucky and had one touchdown last week. That's the only reason he hit double digit points. Mm-hmm. That's, That's actually yard run. Outside of scoring touchdowns, I mean, he's the last since week eight, he has not scored 20 points in a single game. Yeah, I wonder what his yards per carry right now in this season. Are. Oh, it's got to be horrible. It's got to be under four. It's got to be terrible without taking the time to look it up, but it yeah, cannot it's be. It's got to be under four. There's no uh, way. Since Halloween, he's averaging 3.4 yards per carry. Yeah. Ugly. Yuck. So, no, I, I can't argue that. Zeke has been an absolute fucking anchor, just a, just weighing your team down. He's averaging just over four. If you actually are still in the playoffs and you have Zeke, kudos to you because the rest of your mm-hmm. roster must be actually pretty fucking good. Right. I mean, you must feel pretty good. Miss on your first round. Yeah, the fact that you could pick Zeke in the first round and still be in the playoffs is... Uh, still be alive is you know, good job to you um uh, you have uh, another one you said correct yep 
Um, that's a Daryl Henderson at Minnesota this week. Yeah, man, something scares me about that backfield now. Uh, yeah. Uh, without even considering Minnesota's rush defense, the fact that Michelle, when they split the backfield, had a majority of the touches shows me that Henderson's not all the way back yet. Mm-hmm. And now Cam Akers is designated for a return. I don't think he'll be coming back right away, but he's yeah. coming back soon. They wouldn't designate him for return if they weren't planning on bringing him. Like he's got, they got a three-week window. So we'll see how that goes. But I don't know. I just With Michelle kind of outplaying him with the touches that he's gotten lately too, I think they're just going to kind of ride the hot and or healthy hand. Mm-hmm. And Henderson doesn't appear to be super healthy right now. So I like Michelle over Henderson this week, and I'm probably just out on Henderson in general. Yeah, it scares me. I've got him on the bench right now. Um, in favor of uh, higher upside plays, mm-hmm. you know, maybe there's always a chance with Henderson because before he the got Rams hurt, he was too. yeah. Before he got hurt, he was in a high, high end running back. So there's he could always return to that. But uh, they seem like they kind of like working this thing as a tandem right now. Yep. Um, that's that scares the hell out of me, to be honest. So. I uh, I don't disagree with that. In fact, I'm actually I'm going along with that same thing. I'm I'm benching him right now as it sits. So, all right. Um, I do. I, have, got, yeah. I got one other name that I I think in hindsight I want to mention. Uh, Justin Jackson. Uh, if if Eckler is not going to play this week and it re- like it really sounds like he won't, uh, yeah. Jackson was the one that got the the vast majority of the touches last week after Eckler went out because he got hurt. Um, and was missing the game because of an injury, not anything COVID related last week. Jackson got the most of the most of the touches. They're playing Houston. Uh should be a fairly straightforward game for the Chargers. I like I, I don't really foresee them needing to throw for three fifty. Uh should be a pretty heavy dose of the run game, especially in the second half. Uh, not a lot that you don't like about Justin Jackson's um upside mm-hmm. if that's the case. So I think he's got Big time upside. I think he's gonna kind of being slept on a little bit because um, I, I know he's still out there in a couple leagues. I've seen him out there. Uh, if he is and you have a chance to go grab him, grab him now because you could end up walking right into a running back two for a week, even if it's only for a week. Uh, but that, if that gets you the championship, I mean, hey, that's all you there need. You go. Yeah, right. So, Guaranteed money at that point. And I, depending on the timeline, what what day? Uh, uh, never mind. I was gonna say depending on when it is that Eckler got ruled out, he's got a ten day quarantine period before he can come back because he's not vaccinated. He he. Depending on how the timeline is, he could actually miss two games. Like there's players like Harrison Smith earlier this year that missed two games because of that. So um, pick up Jackson and hang on to him, and maybe if something else were to go fucking haywire with Eckler, maybe have him for two games and you get lucky and you got him in the championship if you're mm-hmm. still there. So, uh, name to look for. Yeah, I feel that. That's all I got for running back, so. so. Yeah, that's that's all I had. Um, I just had a, a few of them to throw out this week, so. I guess passing her on down to wide receivers. Yeah, I have even fewer wide receivers than I had running backs. I'm not so. a southern accent when introducing the categories today, I guess. <laughs> Uh, my first wide receiver is Antonio Brown at Carolina, which I hate to see because Carolina is one of the best pass defenses in the league. Uh, but Godwin being out for the year immediately makes Antonio Brown a threat again, oh, like yeah. early season Antonio Brown. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mike Evans is also banged up. If he doesn't play as well, Antonio Brown's about all Brady's got, and he's going to feed him the ball. 
Uh, they care. They've shown that they just care about winning football games, not about what people do off the field. So <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, Antonio Brown's going to get a lot of targets, I think. And versus Carolina, one again, they need to win because it's division, and two after the display they put last week on the field, I'm sure that they want to show everybody that their offense is a lot better than zero points. So I'm assuming Brady's going to be flinging the ball around and yeah. Antonio Brown's probably going to catch a deep shot because they're going to have some crazy play designs to try to score some quick points. I love Antonio Brown this week, actually. Yeah, I actually um, – my guy I was going to bring up was Tyler Johnson. Mm-hmm. Uh, as much as – like for all the reasons you highlighted why Antonio Brown should be a really good play, and I agree with all of that. I do think that he and Mike Evans are going to attract the better coverage. Johnson is going to be left with, you know, probably a lot of one-on-one coverage against the third best corner at at best for Carolina. And he's a highly productive receiver in college. Like he's got talent. Um, I think people in Tampa were actually super excited about having him when they got him in the draft. It's just Mm -hmm. that he's been buried behind three really really good wide receivers. Uh, I think there's potential for him to do some real damage this week. Like you said, Tom's going to be pissed. I think they're going to be slinging the ball. I think practice is intense this week in Tampa. Yeah, I think this could be a statement game, like a like a real big middle finger to the league. So I'm thinking it's either going to be Tyler Johnson or Scotty Miller as well, but I don't know which one it's going to be, so it's just yeah. hard for me to bank on one of the I, I I think it's going to be I Johnson. AB will get his targets. Yeah. I, I think between Miller and Johnson, I, I would pick Johnson. I think he's the... He's a more polished receiver, I think. I think he's a, in terms of like a pure route runner and things, I think he's a better receiver than Scotty Miller. Mm-hmm. Miller's just more of a burner. You know, he's at like elite speed. Anybody uh, else you got? Uh, not not so much guys I like. I like if if Goff plays, I do like Josh Reynolds as a sneaky pickup. I have Amon Ross and Brown as my other one. So. Yeah. Uh, um, they're playing at Atlanta this week, Detroit. Yeah. Because and the only reason I didn't put St. Brown on that list instead is because I feel like he's probably already picked up in a lot yeah, of leagues. Yeah, he should. Yeah. Um, After these last three but, weeks, for sure. Yeah, but Reynolds has actually done really well the last handful of weeks too. Since he got signed on there, he's had some shout out Tennessee. Like he's been playing at a level where he's like startable mm-hmm. in, in most leagues, at least as a flex. Um, and I think he had a touchdown last week too. He's he's getting targets and he's producing. Now if Goff's not in and they start whoever the fuck their backup is, who knows? who that guy is. Um, he's probably begging groceries like a week ago. <laughs> but if, if Goff Works is out... Ford. Yeah. If Goff is out, it's all bets off with Reynolds. I'm not comfortable starting anybody no. on that team. See you, Detroit. Not um, even Swift. So this this completely will be based on whether or not Goff is cleared to play. He's on the COVID protocol list um, before Sunday. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if he does, I think he could flex Josh Reynolds. Yeah. I would agree with that. I think... Goff's made a couple of rod receivers relevant this mm-hmm. year. Well, without Reynolds, Hawkinson Sam and Swift. Brown, Cephas for a little bit. Yeah. Hawkinson. Without Hawkinson and Swift there, it's like somebody's got to soak up targets. Like. I'll give Goff credit. He's done better this year than I thought he would. He really has. Yeah. With, what, with Especially with what he has. Mm-hmm. They get him some decent wide receiver help next year. Yeah. Like say Godwin goes to Detroit or yeah, something. Yeah, their offensive line they've invested in. They have Hawkinson. They've got Swift. What if Godwin like, goes to like Green Bay? Who? Godwin. I'd be pissed. Because what if, like, Roger stays, Adams resigns, they get Godwin? <laughs> I will murder somebody. Yeah. Oh, my God. I just had to take a second to think about that, and I'm like, the the Vikings season would be over. 
Yeah, Brashad Breland <laughs> would come back just to get torched again. Jesus Christ. Um. Yeah. So that's all I have for wide receiver shines. I know. Yep. There's not too many. Yep. Uh, my my first pine, DJ Moore. Been harping this drum for the entirety of the playoffs. I'm just out on Carolina's receivers in general with yeah. Cam playing the way that he is. Uh, also playing Tampa Bay's pass defense. Things you hate to see that. Yeah. So just. I would seriously consider dropping DJ Moore at this point. It if won't. someone else picks him up and starts him, he's going to have a bad week, in my opinion. So I love that start from the other team. And he's hurt right now. Helps you. Yeah. He's missed the last two days with a hamstring injury. So even if he does play, it's a hamstring. That could go south in a real quick hurry. Yeah, this guy's fucking Julioing it. Yeah, uh, I totally agree with that. I'm out, I'm out on DJ Moore right now. If 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 Cam's playing. He's gonna have probably more incompletions than he has completions, and mm-hmm. it, it's just a, it's a fucking headache, absolute headache. I'm staying away from it. Anybody else? Uh, Cortland Sutton, I hate him. <laughs> <laughs> just the absolute, <laughs> just utter disgust. I hate him. Uh, I'm dropping him at this point. He hasn't had a double digit game since like week four or five, six somewhere in there. He's just yeah. been horrible. Yeah. And Teddy's out. Drew Locke is the quarterback. So it wasn't bad with Drew Lock though. Who knows what you're gonna get with him? I don't, don't trust anybody no. in that offense. Not good. Not with Drew Lock. The only Denver's thing just would... the least exciting team in football to me. They are. They're just so bland. It's, yeah. It's just like it's it's very meh. They're like fucking. It's just they need some revamp. They don't have any exciting yeah. players. No. You know Judy's good, but Judy's, he's not exciting. Yeah, right. Not yet, because you don't think he has anyone else to be excited about. No. Um, the defense only thing is gone. Only thing on that offense I would maybe consider starting is a running back. You know, maybe Williams or or um, Gordon. Javante Williams. A, a that would be yeah. that would be in on this week. That would be it. But uh, Cortland Sutton, I'm completely out on Jerry Judy. I'm not dropping him, but I'm not starting him either. I'm benching him. Yeah. Uh, Especially Sutton, after think, last week's performance. Yeah. Sutton, I think you're safe to drop. I don't think there's anything there. And even if you get one blow up week out of him, it's oh, like well. it's not worth the risk because if and you and not for all the weeks he burnt you. Yeah. If if as the way he's been playing and the way he's been trending, uh. A big game out of him is going to be a complete, like, anomaly. Yeah. Like a total blip on the radar. And if you started him and you got that blow-up game, you can't even claim that you made the smart move. Mm-mm. There's a dumb play <laughs> on your part. You just got lucky. So uh, just get rid of that headache. Uh, pick up somebody with more upside and, and, you know, do yourself a favor. That's that's all I got to say about Sutton. I'm, I'm just uh, so disappointed. <laughs> yeah, I feel that. Um, I, my second pine is, I guess, more so a combination. It's more so Gabriel Davis, but the entire Bills wide receiving corps this week versus New England. Interesting. Belichick likes to take away your best option. It's supposed to rain also in New England on Sunday. That is something to keep in in mind. I do think that'll be more of a running game, but Gabriel Davis has scored in each of the last three weeks. So it's easy to be like, Ooh, sweet little streaming flex play here. I think Belichick's going to have a lot of exotic pressures on Allen to make him get rid of the ball quick, and Gabriel Davis is more of a route runner, not a run-after-the-catch guy. So I think that that's not going to benefit him, and with the rain being the way that it is, I don't love this game for Gabriel Davis. So at New England, I'm out. I don't think I, – I, I think I would start him. I would try to pick him up I and start him. I bet you would. Uh, however, because and, and that's only because Beasley's out. If Beasley was still healthy and he's playing, and Emmanuel Sanders has been hurt too, I think there's a chance he comes back to play this week. Um, with with 
Beasley for sure being out, though, and the possibility of Sanders being out, I think Gabriel Davis is a, actually a decent play. Um, if Sanders comes back, that hurts a little bit, though. So I respectfully disagree. I don't expect, like last week, though, he had like 25 points. I don't expect a game like that out of him. Not yeah. two weeks in a row. Especially not, like, like you said, with Belichick's defense, he's going to scheme his way into holding Josh Allen to like 200 passing yards, you know? Yep. Um, so, and you got to think if, if, if Allen's throwing for 200 yards, he's throwing for 130 of them, probably to Stefan Diggs if, if he can. So um, I like Davis. I don't like him a ton. I don't think his upside is huge, but I think he's uh, safe enough to play if, if you, you know, in desperate need. Um, you got any other wide receivers to bring up? Cause I, that I've, we've covered everything. That's all I, I got. Had no. Three names. So, um, uh, my first tight end that I love is Noah Fant at Vegas. Vegas gives up the third most points to fantasy tight ends. And uh, as much as I don't love the quarterback situation in Denver right now, he is one of the only options they have, and he's been relatively consistent all year. Um, and with Vegas really just being susceptible to tight ends, I think that Fant's a pretty good play here. I I love almost everything about Fant that you just mentioned. But I had him on my pine. He's my pine. He's my pine guy. And there's, it's a reason. It's sort of a reach. But Drew Log played college ball with their second tight end, and I'm not even going to try to pronounce the guy's last name. His first name's Albert. Look him up. Starts last name starts with the O. And it's Look about, him up. It's about three quarters of the alphabet long. Um, but he played college ball with Drew Locke. and I don't know if do you remember last year when Locke was the starter, maybe even two years ago. If it goes back, if if it went back that far, I don't know. Um, but there is like some question about like why in the fuck Fant wasn't getting more looks. Mm-hmm. A lot of those looks were going towards this guy, this other dude. Um, for whatever reason, they they like to get him on the field, and Drew Locke was finding him somewhat regularly. Not like this guy was elite level where he's you know you're starting him at all, but he's doing just enough to eat into Fant's targets that Fant was kind of a disappointment for a lot of people last year. Um, which Albert is... Albert Yes. That guy. The A-Train. The A-Train. We'll just call him the A-Train. Who? 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 So, I I just think with Locke coming back, he's comfortable with this guy, clearly. I think you'll see a lot more of that again, where if Fant was getting, you know, and I'm just making this number up, say he was getting eight targets a game for this season, I think you're going to see more like five or six. You're going to, yeah, he... This Albert guy hasn't had over five in a game. Yeah. In his last five games, it's four, five, four, two, three. Yeah. Does and have a tutty, though. He's 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 not going to get a ton of looks, but yeah, he's probably some. At least. I'm concerned that he'll steal just enough to. Oh, well, you're wrong. So. To hurt fans' value. So, <laughs> like I said, what do you have? Uh, I have Cole Komet as a guy I like. Um, again, I'm picking names that were Interesting. very much available. Yeah. Um, as bad as this offense has been, they've been dysfunctional, and Fields can't throw that well, and uh, all all the shit. Comet uh, has actually been somewhat stable. Um, I'm gonna pull him up real quick, but he's he's getting a few targets, uh, just enough to be fa- fantasy relevant. Jeez, I almost f- fumbled that. Fumbled that one. Uh, but the last four games, he's had 11 targets, seven, five, and nine. So he's at the very least, he's getting looks. He's not getting into the end zone, but 
he's getting just enough to be startable. And if it, like, again, if you're like in my boat where you've got Kelsey and you need to pick somebody up and maybe Hunter Henry got swiped. Um, Very well could have happened. I'm sure he's basically gone, in, especially after last leagues. week. Yeah. After last week, he, he should be gone in most week and most leagues. Um, Komet would be a guy I'd pick up and just hope that you get lucky and maybe mm-hmm. he gets into the end zone f- for the first time. Um, and if he does great, but even if he doesn't, I still think you're going to four or five points out of him is kind of his floor. But if you're grasping at straws, that's, you can't ask for much more. Yeah. You know what I mean? If, if you're picking up a waiver tight end late in the, in the week, you, you can't expect. And the only thing you can really ask for is Kelsey back. That, that's pretty <laughs> much it. Yeah. So Komet's my guy. He's got Seattle. Uh, not a great matchup, yeah. but not a horrible one. So, middle of the rotor. Yeah, uh, my sat, or I guess tight end pine this week is Darren Waller. Actually, coming back off of a couple week injury, so you is never he, really know. Is he going to be back this week? Uh, they think most likely. Yeah. Okay. Um, regardless, Foster Moreau is still there. He hasn't played great, but it'll take some of the pressure off Waller. They're not going to give him the entire workload he's been getting right off of injury. Um. Playing a really good Denver defense against the tight ends as well. So, kind of on the other side of this, I think Fant's going to play well and Waller is not going to. Um, and the last time he played Denver, he actually didn't have a great game. So, Is, Hen- is Henry Ruggs back this week? Oh, my God. That's bad. <laughs> I'm sorry. And someone had to say it, yeah. I guess. That's <laughs> distasteful at best. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, not my best work. That's right. That's fun. I mean, oh. it's not you're not the first person to make the joke. Oh, sure. So. Yeah, I've I've heard worse. <laughs> uh, yeah, they definitely will probably draft the wide receiver in the draft next year, though. Yeah, most likely. But. Or sign Deshaun Jackson to like a multi-year extension. <laughs> Go straight fast. <laughs> fast. Um, what do you think Darius Hayward Bay is doing? He's probably available. Never know. Yeah. Usain Bolt. Bring him in for a tryout. Teaching the game of football. Yeah. Just give him a pair of hands and... Or Justin Gatlin. I'm trying to just think of other fast guys. Other sprinters. Yeah. I don't know. I don't follow Allison US track Felix. and field. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't follow uh, track and field very yeah, much. Yeah, so. I'm not a big track guy either. Well, no. do you got anything else? I have one other tight end name. Oh, oh boy, oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. Albert? A-Train. A-Train. I should just put him on here just for the fuck of it. Is that your lock of the week? Yeah. A-Train goes for A-Train scores? Yep. Um, no, Jared Cook, I think, could be another possible backup plan. I if, agree. If you need one. Um, they're playing Houston, so it's a really juicy matchup. They're playing Houston's practice squad. And he is another guy who's been very, very, like, kind of under the radar okay. He, he's not been great in any game, but he's also not been horrible in most games. So, again, if you're in desperate need and you're hoping you can just get four or five points with possibility for a touchdown, mm-hmm. um, that's another name. It's him and Komet are really the two that I came up with. So I feel a little bit stronger about Komet than I do yeah. Cook, but I do think I'd Cook agree. is a possible possible plug-in backup. So Actually, I feel like I like Cook more. I think I could be talked into it. I think I like Cook more. Yeah. I think the reason I don't like Cook as much is just because he's got more competition for targets. Better offense by far. But just he's got Keenan Allen he's dealing with, and I think Mike Williams is going to be back. Mm-hmm. I think he was. He, I think he was on the COVID list last week, if I remember right. Maybe I'm making that up. But anyway, um, yeah, I I don't have anything else to cover. Um, this is sort of a, it's sort of a weird week to to go over for the podcast because with like the playoffs, yeah, yeah right. with 
playoffs. There's, you know, a lot Everything's of things winded down. Our a lot favorite of people seasons are, coming to an end. Yeah, a lot of people are tuned out at this point. And, you know, with COVID, things are really fucking wacky right Vikings now. Vikings so fans like, for sure are listening because you guys are irrelevant. Um, that's not true, but we're close to irrelevancy. <laughs> uh, Zimmer's got to be just fuming that Dalvin Cook oh, yeah. got himself out of the game. By Do you think McDermott surprised that Beasley's not vaccinated? I think he's probably pretty shocked. Yeah, that's, um, a, that's a kind of a swept from under the rug. Your feet swept right out from under the rug. Yeah, Beasley's just been so he he's been playing his cards real close to the vest as far as his like you know his stance on COVID and vaccines. Like I you totally really don't fucked know. that saying up by the way. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, I think because Zimmer's like been very outspoken against about. Um, players getting vaccinated so that you know they don't hurt the team and this and that and now his arguably his best player is out for a very important game right and he's the only player on the guy that on the team that's on the covid list right now so i'm sure zimmer is very very pissed i'm not excited (laughs) not at all i'd be curious if the vikings lose and they probably will i'd be curious to see and hear zimmer's uh post game right comments but uh thanks for Come into my last game as an NFL head coach, probably. Yeah. <laughs> Did you hear that somebody <laughs> asked him about how he felt about being on the hot seat? Oh, what'd he say? <laughs> he goes, I'm on the hot seat? There's no way he doesn't realize that. <laughs> I'm sure he's been told. He's got to have. All right, well. Well, let's wrap this thing up then. Um, Merry, <coughs> Merry Christmas. Merry holidays. all of you mm-hmm. fantasy football fanatics. May uh, um, this Christmas bring you a win into the championship? Yeah, that's the gift that we can all hope for this year. Mm-hmm. Well, not all of us, I guess. Yeah, but Quilla not everybody. Like not everybody gets to win. Some of us get to lose to our podcast partners in yeah. the playoffs, and uh, some of us can actually win fantasy championships. So uh, I have one last year. One, and I'm probably going to win one this year. I have one last year too. So in a league that you were literally in. <laughs> so sober square <laughs> I, just, I wouldn't call it that <laughs> alright well alright peace out enjoy um, your holidays yes safe travels wherever you go and we will talk to you next week good